The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Well, now it's time to look at the uh, sport for the weekend, but also to look at last night's uh, Europa League loss for Manchester United. I'm joined by the host of uh, the Koi Gig podcast and OTB's own Kathleen McNamee, uh, just come off OTB AM on the telly, uh, streaming on telly this morning. And you spoke of little else but Manchester United's collapse last evening. I think no matter what sports segment we did this morning, Harry Maguire came up in it. Even Ronan O'Gara spent a good five minutes talking about it and his <laughs> general disappointment with it um, yeah the running debate kind of was who was actually at fault for that goal was it De Gea for passing it to Maguire in the first place or was it Maguire for A calling for the ball and then not being able to turn around and actually play it out properly uh, I think a lot of United fans this morning are just feeling very frustrated because he was also at fault for the goal in the first leg and uh, it's hard because like he's obviously had a great career, you know, captaining United, but he just is on the way out and yeah. he doesn't seem to be able to get himself together enough to put in a performance, even with the way United are going at the moment. So hapless Harry, hapless Harry. Hapless I mean, Harry. I don't think anyone was expecting them to lose 3-0 last night. But it shows uh, how important Bruno Fernandes is to the current team. Yeah, definitely. And that's the thing, like Fernandes, Casemiro, those are the sort of players that when United play without them or when they are having a bad performance, they are always the standouts and they are always the most consistent players for them. So I think if you could trade out a few Harry Maguires for a few Bruno Fernandes or Casemiro's, Mm. United's next season will be a lot better. Now, uh, looking at the Premier League and it has become so tight at the top um, with City right hot on the heels of Arsenal uh, Arsene Wenger who had so many triumphs with Arsenal he thinks they're going to win it this year and go on to win it next year Yeah a very bold claim by Arsene Wenger which he's been known for over the last couple of years um, I think he is I don't know is he heaping more pressure on Arsenal by talking like that I think they've struggled with the fact that they just have this title race to focus on you can see it the players aren't performing like they have the the confidence of a team like City who have won uh, so many titles before. I think as well Saliba has been a massive miss for Arsenal um, and I think it, it sounds like he may not be back until the end of the season and I think that's really going to affect them in the coming weeks. They did so well for so long with the injuries that they were having but that, that's a crucial one for them. They face Southampton tonight who are rock bottom of the Premier League table. Um, a lot of Irish fans will follow Southampton because of Gavin Bazunu there but if they don't get a result against them, I think that's going to really yeah. put the nail on the coffin because they face City next Wednesday and that's a crunch tie at the Etihad with the form that City are on at the moment. You know, they had a great win against Bayern Munich during the week. I don't know. I think he is maybe a little bit over that's right, their actual chances. Mm. I think it is piling more pressure on them. But anyway, we shall see. Uh, Southampton, I mean, they would expect to give Southampton a drubbing if they're, you know, worthy Premier League winners. Yeah, they really would. And I mean, I suppose Southampton this season have really been flailing. And, you, well, I think the thing for Arsenal is that if they do get a lead, we've seen it in the last two games, they've let it go very easily. So if they do get that lead, can they hold on to it? And can they push on? Even just for their own mentality going into the City game, they could really do with a big win tonight. What else to savour this weekend in the Premier League? Uh, so Liverpool are facing Nottingham Forest. Newcastle Tottenham is going to be interesting because both of those teams still up there in that race for European four, spots. Yeah. yeah, Brighton are fa- well, Brighton were supposed to be playing Man City and Chelsea were supposed to be playing United but those of those teams are involved in the FA Cup so instead uh, City will be facing Sheffield and Chelsea or United will be facing Brighton.
Okay, now moving on to rugby and um, from uh, the England camp, the suggestion that something needs to be done about the quality of the opposition in the women's Six Nations because you know, France and England, by and large, have dominated. Yeah, Simon Middleton, who is the England head coach, has said that he is concerned about the future of the tournament if it continues the way it does. It's interesting because this year obviously marks 10 years since Ireland won the Grand Slam. And I was doing a bit of research on it recently for another project and Ireland beat England 25-0. And we're playing them tomorrow. And the expectation is that, you know, they could easily put 100 points past us if they want. I think the record is 89. And just the way things can change in a decade it's not a massive amount of time so I think it's great that coaches like Simon Milton are speaking out about these I mean, issues. He, he says the solution is funding yeah well it is, and it always is it, it's always going to be funding I mean that's why England have become the dominant force that they have that's why they're able to put the team like they've put the money into turning that squad professional they've put the money into the Premier 15s and the club game so I think it's right what he says but it's going to have to happen sooner rather than later because things are slipping away very, very quickly for the smaller teams. Okay, well, something definitely has to be done. Now, on the men's game, the URC coming to its end. Yeah the final few games uh, this weekend so Ulster are playing Edinburgh we have Bulls versus Leinster Sharks versus Munster and then Glasgow are playing Connacht so I mean we've seen how Leinster have done this season they are very much placed at the top of the table Um, they're on 79 points and their nearest competitors are Ulster on 64 so running away with the tournament this year all right. Now, uh, Katie McCabe has been talking and it's a, a, a very big few weeks uh, ahead for her. Yeah, very big. Uh, they had a massive loss to uh, United on Wednesday in the WSL, which basically took them out of the WSL title race. But they don't really have any time to dwell on it because they're playing Wolfsburg this weekend the in Champions the Champions League, League semi-finals. <laughs> so they play them on Sunday. Katie didn't actually play on Wednesday because she was suspended for uh, too many yellow cards, which anyone who watches Katie McCabe knows that she, she is prone to one or two. Um, but if they can get a result in the Champions League which is like very possible they could really do a run there uh, they'll either face Chelsea or Barcelona in the final if they get past mm. and obviously with McCabe the World Cup is coming up soon we want to see her performing in these top competitions but there's also always that slight worry as an Ireland fan every time a player goes near her or she goes down on the ball you're like please don't be injured yeah. please don't be injured Yeah, there's a headline here which is extraordinary uh, 45,000 tickets at the time of the writing of this headline, have been sold for the second leg of the Champions League uh, match against uh, Wolfsburg, uh, and the, this will be at the Emirates. That's an extraordinary number, and it shows how rapidly the women's game has uh, gone up in not alone in its uh, the amount of attention it's getting, but in the audience it's getting. Yeah, exactly. And we've seen this. Um, so every year the WSL do their women's football weekend, where the women's teams take over the main stadiums in the clubs, and those are the sort of numbers. That they're bringing in every single time and it is 40 50,000 even look at the FA Cup final in Wembley you know they're looking to hit that 80,000 for the first time ever which would be incredible if it does happen and I've gone to the Emirates and seen Arsenal play like Champions League nights there and there's been like 20 30,000 and the atmosphere is absolutely incredible and I think it just goes I think there's definitely going to be a conversation in the next couple of years of like well why aren't these teams playing in bigger stadiums Bournemouth where Arsenal traditionally play their games is like capacity three four thousand
doesn't. Yeah. You think they could easily start selling stadiums that are maybe not the full Arsenal Emirates experience, but, you know, an RDS size mm. stadium or something. And uh, finally, a GA this weekend, a few uh, matches to savour. Yeah, <laughs> it's a busy weekend after only a couple of games last weekend. We are inundated by I games think the this weekend. games this weekend. Yeah, yeah, the big one's probably the Connacht Championship. So Sliger are facing New York, the first time New York have ever got to this stage of the competition after that epic win against Leitrim. And then Roscommon and Galway face each other in a replay of their league game. So it's going to be an interesting weekend. A special shout out to Sligo. Uh, the under-20s won the Connacht Championship back-to-back for the first time ever during the week. And uh, yeah, it's Canis Mulligan, uh, St. Pat's, where my local club captains the squad. So fair play to them. Very good. Kathleen McNamee from Off The Ball, thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.